Hi, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Craft Beer Bucket List with your hosts, Big Ray and Mike. We're coming at you with a solid lineup of beers you have to try before you die. So how are you doing tonight, Mike? You ready to drink some beer? Hey, Ray. Two yeah, things. Man. Two. Okay. May the 4th be with you. It's May 4th. Get it? Yeah, happy Star Wars Day. Also, yes, we have some great beers lined up for Star Wars Day. You're right. You stole my th- you stole my thunder. I'm sorry. <sighs> just like just like when we were trying to go after a chick, you're stealing my thunder. <laughs> oh my gosh, I doubt I ever did it. that. Stealing it. I don't know, man. You had all the ladies. It's you true. were a ladies' man back in the day. You were a ladies' man. <laughs> I, it's it's the truth, right? It is the truth. Don't it, it is the truth. I, I once yeah. upon a time I had it, and whatever it is is gone. Uh, I think it's still down deep in there. So, so ladies, man, we've got three great beers. Oh yes, we've got the um, Black Sabbath by Blue Stallion, which we're both going to be drinking, by the way. Yes, you've got the IPA from Tubbs Brewery out of McKinney, Texas, and then I'll be following up with my beer. Uh, there we go. That looks oh, so good. There we go. Red tape. It's by Jack's Abbey Brewing, which is in Framingham, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. How do they say Massachusetts if you're in Massachusetts? Massachusetts? No, they say Boston. Boston. And Worcester, yeah. instead of Winchester, Worcester, Mister. They say Worcester. Right. Worcester. Worcester. Wista, yeah. I once uh, dated a lovely lady from Lemonster, Massachusetts. Oh, right on. Uh, but if you looked at it, you would say Leo Minster. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> right? Crazy folks up there. Crazy folks. Uh, I'll be honest, though. The times I went and visited... I met nobody that was not nice. Now they always make fun of people from Massachusetts for being kind of jerks, but contrary to all of that, everywhere I went, people were awesome. I'm, I'm, and I'm serious. Yeah. It's a different kind of nice, but still nice. Oh, what kind of beer you want? You asshole. <laughs> so I want some box Sabbath from blue stallion. That's what I want, Mike. Blue Stallion Brewery. Yeah, man. Blue Stallion Brewery is in Lexington, Kentucky. Not too far from where I'm at right now. It's about 30 minutes away. So they started off, um, and I think we've had one of their beers before. Maybe, maybe not. I can't remember. It's possible. Oh, we we drank so a lot of beers at this point. So, yeah, man, oh, man. So they start. They're in Lexington. Blue Stallion is, uh, you know, named after you know Lexington's kind of the the center of horse racing in the United States. I would say there's horse farms everywhere. They got the Kentucky Derby. They got Keeneland. Yada yada yada. Um, so Blue Stallion's named after some of that stuff. Um, supposedly there was a Blue Stallion. 
Blue Stallion. Um, but they are a German and British beer beer craft brewery um, in uh, downtownish Lexington. Um, they are probably one of my favorite breweries because of the style of beers they have. So you go in there, you get a Dunkel, the 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 Hellas, all that kind of stuff. And this is another. This is this my Bach is also a German style beer, or Hellas Bach, Heller Bach, my Bach, all the same. Uh, man, it's good. What do you think? So I haven't cracked into it yet, but before I get too far, Mike, um, the cheers, my friend. Oh, oh yeah. Cheers. 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 Yes. So I took a big whiff of this a second ago and it smelled amazing. Ah. Uh, mm. Those taste bros are firing. Wow. <laughs> like, oh. Whoa, my gosh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, immediately, I'm sad that I only have one of these. Wow. This is a. Uh... It's really good. Man, the... I'm trying to think of. I'm not a Cicerone, so I don't have beer words to describe a beer. I just say how it tastes to me. I want to say it's got some chocolatey notes, Mike. Um, it's got, this kind of reminds me of a porter, honestly. I'm not getting any chocolate out of it. I'm getting honey, something like sweet, or, mild sweet. Yeah, I'm getting mild. some sweet. And my first thought was chocolate. You say honey, and it's like, well, maybe that's that's what it is. But it's it's sweet, and it, it, I like it. Uh, it's it, to me, it feels like a porter anyway. The mouthfeel, the body of the beer, um, it's it's silky smooth. I can get you. I can be, I'm with you there. Yeah, I'm with you there. You know, no, now that you say honey, it's like, no, the sweetness I get, not chocolate, but I can definitely see see the honey uh, being there. And so, yeah. but first impression, I, was, I wasn't expecting the sweetness out of it at all. And uh, it threw me off. But, dude, this is like... It's like drinking comfort food. You know how when you have like a chicken, fried chicken, some collard greens, yeah. mashed potatoes, it just feels good. And it's like, oh, yeah. That's as that's Pat, as Pat Green would say, Ray. You know who Pat Green is, right? I should, country but I singer. don't. He's I, a country I singer. Okay. Uh, he sings Wave on Wave. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can you All right. me a wave? Anyway, he sings another song, Feels Just Like It Should. And this is it. Right. It's just like it should. That's not how it goes. Never mind. Strike that. Strike <laughs> that from the record. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying over here. So the best part, and you can't see it, and I can't show it to you because it's, it's odd placement. But I've got the Blue Stallion Brewery sticker right here beside my computer. Oh, and very nice. Table. You know, I'm looking at it. I'm having a Blue Stallion beer. It's really good because they make great beer. Period. Um, I haven't had anything by them that I disliked that I can think of. Um, and this is another great beer. It's 6.66% alcohol. Um, you know, obviously playing on that, uh, that black Sabbath, uh, thing. <laughs> right. And then, you know, on the can it's got, uh Oh, there we go. It's got the little goat with the, uh, demon goat. wings, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely playing on all of that. So, 
no, I, th I think it's cool. Uh, you know, I'll be honest. I think the can art leaves a little bit to be desired. Um, so it's kind of simplistic. I mean, it's got some cool things going on, no doubt. But I just, uh, I think they could do better. I think it could be a better, uh, a better done uh, artwork on the can. That's that's yeah. my thought only. Uh, but man, you know, this, this is, you know, mildly sweet like a mybox should be um it's you know it's the the mouth feels great it's got light sweetness it's you know it's very middle ground as far as body goes like you said with a porter i think you're you're right on with that you know it's got the right body to it um you know i think that i think it's very drinkable i think i could have a couple of these and uh and be fine um so i do think so mine um because we were chatting a little bit before we came on live here is uh you know so mine's cool but not cold and this is actually a beer i think uh tastes better not as cold because i'm getting a little bit more flavors out of it than i think i normally would yeah to me this um my head might out of the fridge for about 30 minutes so it's not room temperature it's just above room temperature or, or lower rather it's colder than room temperatures i'm getting at but it's not ice cold out of the fridge and i'm with you i put this is one of those german styles i want room temperature some of those are just better that way. Um, I think this would be okay served cold, but I think you're you're missing out on some flavors if you do that. Well, I mean, I yeah, I agree. So that's what I was gonna say. I mean, you could serve it colder. You may be able to put an extra one or two down if it's you know you know a little cold. Um, right. You're right. I think the flavors do come through a little bit better as it uh, gets a little bit to the cask type temperature. So. Uh, so what kind of, you know, when I think about what I would eat with this, I, you know, I'm really thinking of like a hot ham and cheese, hot ham and Swiss sandwich. I think that sounds really good with this. That does sound really good right now. And, uh, so I had to scratch my ear. you know, just uh, over the weekend, I took uh, my family out to get some barbecue and, yeah. uh, we enjoyed a, a picnic, just uh, me, wife, and my daughter next to a pond at a park. We, we were several hundred feet from the next closest people. You know, we're still social distancing. Um, but the bar, I had a pulled pork barbecue sandwich with sliced brisket and uh, some spicy barbecue sauce. And it was on a fantastic ciabatta bun. And, um, and maybe it's just because I just recently had that. But I wish I would have had one of these with that, with that barbecue, just the, the smoky flavor. And um, I know it's two bold flavors, but this is so silky smooth. I think it would have paired well with the smoke from that meat. There wasn't a lot of sweetness there. I had spicy barbecue sauce. And uh, I think some of that smoky, punchy flavor and then the lightly sweet, you know, smooth mouthfeel would have just paired wonderfully together. I, I mean, I'm not going to argue with that assessment either. We got some, you know, some good barbecue, uh, hot ham and Swiss sandwich. Uh, what kind of rating would you give this beer overall, man? So this for me, um, I'm going to rate this one pretty high. I want to give this an 8.5. Um, I just was very much blown away at how much I'm enjoying this. It's very delicious. Uh, it's super sessionable. Uh, low, I only 11 IBUs, so it's not very bitter. I think anything more than that really might be a takeaway. Um, so I, overall, I think it's a well-crafted beer. It's fairly complex. And uh, it feels good to drink. Like it's a good feel-good beer. 
I'm going to agree with you on the 8.5. That's kind of what I was thinking as well. Uh, I think that, you know, it scores pretty well for the, within the style, within the genre of beer. And I think, uh, you know, it's something I'd come back to again uh, several times. And something I, you know, somebody said, name a good Maybach or a Hellesbach. And I'd say, you know, this is one I recently had. I've never had this beer before today. So I think it's one that I can say I had this beer recently. It was really good. I would definitely try. I would definitely recommend trying it and seeing how it compares to some of the other really good my box Hellas box out there, because I think it stacks up well. So oh, agree. Anyway. Yeah. So the the, the black set the bo- the black Sabbath the box Sabbath by Blue Stallion Brewing at Lexington, Kentucky. You and I both gave it an eight point five. Um, we paired it with some barbecue, some pulled pork with brisket, and then maybe a hot ham and cheese sandwich, depending on your taste. Um, you know, it rates, uh, again, it rates in at, uh, 6.66 ABV. It, uh, it's got that traditional Maybach flavors going on for it. I think, uh, we're good to go, man. I think so. Uh, now Mike, do, there's do, a do, piece do, of do, information do. you have that I really, really want to get. Um, yes, you're right, Ray. I am awesome. You have that information. I don't know what you're asking. <laughs> All right, so welcome back. Thanks for hanging out through that awesome commercial break. I'm going to dive right into an IPA. Imagine that, me being an IPA guy, drinking yet another IPA. But I've got this fantastic IPA from the Tubbsbury out of McKinney, Texas. Um, I actually bought some of these. I've had a handful of these recently. Um, I had an IPA when you and I visited this brewery two years ago. And so I'm excited to bring it on the show and um, add it to your list of beers to try before you die so mike do you want to tell us just a a little bit about our brewery experience yeah so recently uh hey you want to crack that beer real quick oh oh let me let me do that oh that sound how about that um you can be enjoying some tasty suds while i'm doing some tasty talking so our, we went to Tubbs Brewery in 2018 as part of our mancation fishing trip to the Lake Texoma area in general. We've talked about this brewery before because I think I had I had full-grown man in a few episodes back. I forget which one it was. But this is a cool place, man. Very cool. Recently, I added some photos to our Facebook uh, page. So if you're not on our Facebook page, uh, you might go check it out. Um, we, you know, we've got a lot of different photos. We post a lot of things there. Um, you know, sometimes it's similar content than for Instagram and Twitter. Sometimes it's different uh, than those two platforms, but I posted a lot of pictures and some of the pictures I posted the other day were from our Tubbsbury experience in 2018. And it was cool, man. I really liked it. I like the feel of the place. As we've said before, you know, we were visiting in the, the, uh, the hell's kitchen, of july kind of thing right it was hotter than heck in there uh, or it's hotter than heck out in the middle of texas uh in july as everybody could probably guess but uh they had the doors rolled up so we were only sitting in the shade and uh, uh we were all sweating like nobody's business and uh but it was great you know the people were good uh people were good the people were awesome they, they were very nice to us they talked to us uh, about all all the beers told us all they could you know, we're, we're, we're a group of people. I say group of people, it was like three of us. 
Um, we, right. we ask a lot of questions about the beer, the process, the, the ingredients, all that kind of stuff. And they were very engaging. were awesome. So I got nothing but great things to say about them. Plus they have really good beer. So, you know, and I recently drank full grown man and I loved it. And they've got a whole different series with that. So they're in McKinney, Texas, which is just like, you know, 20, 30 minutes north of the Dallas Fort Worth area on highway 75. So you go north out of Plano, um, which is an Eastern uh, suburb of Dallas. We go north out of Plano uh, up toward, you know, the, the McKinney Sherman area. And uh, it's in McKinney. It's not too far off the highway. It's definitely worth um, checking out. I know their cans get pretty wide distribution and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I'd say go check it out. In the meantime, while you're checking it out, Ray's going to check out this IPA and tell us all about it. Dude, it's killer. Check it Uh, out. So I, I love this from start to finish. From the time I see the can, I pick it up knowing I'm going to open it and drink it um dude I, I love the aromas you know three of the big name hops go into this and i like that they put it on the can there's no guesswork with this uh they put it just right like literally right there right there citra galaxy and mosaic uh, a fantastic blend of all three of those hops it really shines through this very hop forward ipa uh fit, comes in at 50 ibu so the bitters are right on port right on port right on point with the traditional ipa um i prefer it to have a higher ibu i like more bitters but that's just my personal preference um, but for the style it's spot on the aromas come through just a little piney which is fantastic i like that oh but the flavors dude it's so hoppy so hoppy and just delicious and enjoyable. And this just, this makes me happy on the inside. You know, we were talking earlier today, Mike, you know, uh, about being stuck inside, you know, for COVID and some of the negative effects that could have. And where I don't want to point people to drink to get over that, right? That's just bad. That's just bad. Um, you know, just knowing I was going to have another one of these and get to talk about it tonight made me happy. But opening it up and experiencing those flavors and, and the smells, and it takes me back to, to when you and I were on vacation and we visited, and it just brings up good memories. And uh, I think that's a positive. It's not relying on the, the the beverage to make me happy, but it's there's parts of it that I think are okay to look at to, to bring back a happy time to, to pull through this, this COVID garbage world going through right now. And, and so, again, it's not drinking to get your problems better. I hope it doesn't come across that way. I don't condone that behavior. Um, but I think having a drink that takes you to a place of, of better times is absolutely okay. And uh, this is certainly doing that for me. And, and the flavor helps because I, lo- I love an IPA. That's my jam. And this is such a well-crafted beer, dude. Yeah, yeah and you're, so to, to kind of follow up with that, you know, here's the thing is we're all stuck at home. Uh, with limited movement, we can't do a whole lot. We got to find the things that make us happy, uh, grab a hold of those, and really you know, harness that happiness, mm-hmm. so to speak. And I'm with you. I'm not going to condone. I'm not going to condone heavy drinking, alcohol abuse, or anything like that. But um, and I don't, I don't know about you, but actually during the the, the whole COVID nineteen thing, I've actually probably drank a little less. I'm at home a lot more. So I'm not out in those social situations where I'm drinking as much, right? So I'm not hitting the breweries having two or three beers wherever I go kind of, or whenever I go kind of thing. Um, so it's a little bit different for me. So I've got, uh, you know, I have, 
uh, one or two beers here and there, but it's not at the same pace. So something like tonight, knowing I'm going to get on here and have a couple of beers, like this has been it. I didn't have a, I didn't, you know, and it's not that I'm against it. I just didn't have any beers yesterday. Um, you know, I, I'm going to have these two tonight and, and that's probably be it for a couple of days just because of the, the lifestyle we're going through. I've got two kids. I'm trying to homeschool on and on and on. However, like you, man, like this is, this is point of my happiness. You know, like this is something I look forward to. Um, it's, you know, there's certain things in our life where like, you know, we're, we're, it's systematic in a way that we, we know we're going to have fun and we look forward to those, those times. So, mm. um, I'm a big fan of, you know, you know, not, not getting hammered, but I'm a big fan of sharing a drink, talking about it and all that kind of stuff. No, absolutely. Uh, so with that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and open mine so I can interest too. Yeah, man. Oh yeah. That sound is so so good. I love it. I'm trying to get it where the light. Oh, there we go. There it goes. That's crisp. That's crispy. So crispy. Um, cheers, Ray. The cheers. So no, dude, I, I like this, man. It's and I didn't talk about the fruitiness, the the citrus in this is there's I prefer a little more citrus, honestly, but it's there. Um, uh, you know, I want to lean towards the grapefruit with this, Mike. But it's uh, certainly there, and I, and I love that. There's something about hops and and citrusy notes that to me just make me happy, and they've done a great job. Uh, admittedly, I've had better IPAs. I have. Uh, but this is a solid, solid go-to. They did a fantastic job keeping true to the IPA style. You know, it's not a New England IPA, double IPA, any of the, the varieties of IPAs that are out there, especially nowadays. Uh, but this is right on point for just a traditional IPA. And um, I want some Texas food with this. And I'm going back to a memory, Mike, and we've talked about smoke sessions, barbecue before. Our buddy Chad in his truck, and, of course, he's building a brick and mortar now in Roy City, which is not far from McKinney. But, man, I could go for some of his beef ribs, like the big just chunks of just beef on the bone, some of his smoked mac and cheese, and some of his his smoked beans. I know you're taking it in, man. Uh, so, Chad, when you listen to this podcast or you watch your video on YouTube, bro, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, these crap beer bucket list guys are talking about me again. And of course, Chad is a personal friend, and he doesn't ask us for these plugs, but his food is just that damn good. It is. And um, and this is a beer I would just totally rock out with with those beef ribs uh, any day of the week, man. They're just phenomenal. No, you're exactly right, man. Uh, you know, you can't beat some smoke sessions of barbecue. And you know, I could just you know, I could just like feel the the dust uh, and the dirt kind of you know swirling around us while we're sitting there, and we, you know, you can smell the the, the awesome barbecue f- smells and get the flavors and the aroma. Listen, it's awesome. Yeah, it is. And uh, oh, it's, it's awesome. So good, but no, for me, this is. I mean, it's te- Texas beer. You got to get Central Texas barbecue with a Texas beer sometimes. And uh, that's yeah. that's just where my mind goes, dude. And maybe it's just I'm reminiscing on more good times. I've been enjoying his barbecue the last four or five years, however long it's been since he's open. 
And uh, again, my mind is going to happy places, man. Like I said, this weekend, yeah. enjoying that barbecue with my family next to the pond at the at the park. And uh, you know, our, our Chad Sessions, his barbecue takes me to a happy place. I'm a foodie. That's my thing. And pairing it with a craft beer, as good as one from Tups, bro. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, all those things make sense. What would you rate the beer overall? Uh, I give it another eight point five. Not my favorite, not Ooh. my personal favorite, but I still give it a really high rating. Um, you know, the only reason I don't rate it higher is I want something a little more hoppy. If it had another 10 to 12 IBUs, I'd give it a solid nine easy. Uh, but it's got the piney notes I like. It's got the the citrus and, of course, Mosaic Galaxy and Citra Hops. I mean, if you're an IPA person, you probably like all three of those, you know, together yeah. combined. And so they just done a great job at crafting this beer, in my opinion. So easy 8.5. Cool. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you a big favor. What's that, buddy? Can you tell the folks about Jack's Abbey craft yes. lagers while I take drinks? Yes. Framingham, Massachusetts. So Framingham. Yeah. Massachusetts. So, uh oh, beer burp. Sorry, guys. Oh, my bad, y'all. So, Jack Sabby Craft Loggers is out of Framingham, Massachusetts. Uh, they were founded in 2011 by three brothers, Jack, Eric, and Sam Hendler. Uh, Jack's Abbey became a mainstay of the craft brewing scene in the Northeast and eventually nationwide. Uh, the Hendler brothers grew up in a family that promoted entrepreneurship and hard work. Uh, they spent a lot of summers with their grandfather and working on the family's ice distribution company. Uh, they learned the value of committed family members and uh, awesome employees. The foundation of uh, that Jack's Abbey is based, right? Hard workers and loyal. Um, they've got an awesome story to tell. And of course, they're continuing. So that story is just going to drive on as they endeavor into the future. Uh, since they opened in 2011, they've tripled in size. And uh, they invite everyone to visit their brewery and beer hall. Um, you know, they want you to have a pint, uh, enjoy a wood-fired pizza, and, uh, and of course, learn more things about their family, their brewery, and, uh, and their kitchen. So, and check out their experimental, you know, barrel-aging tap room uh, in Springdale right next door. So, and of course, you can find them online at Jack's Abbey or at Jack's Abbey Craft Loggers. So they've got they've got quite the story. I love that family-owned business, following their passion, and uh, doing great things. So, Mike, now now that you've had a chance to dive into that, what do you think of your beer? So I'll be completely honest; it's probably not one of my favorite amber beers. Uh oh. Um. So I'm gonna start. No, it's okay. I'm gonna start. Say right up front, I'd probably give this one a seven out of ten. Um, and that's for my taste bros only. Um, now I think it tastes just fine. I give it a seven out of 10 because I think it brings nothing special or different or exceptional to the table. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, so it tastes good. It's got, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a typical darker lager. Uh, you know, it, it, it you kind of get that sweet caramel type smell. You get the, you know, some of the breadiness coming through the smell, same with the taste, you get a lot more the the malty backbone, um, the the breadiness to it, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you, so you get all that like a typical beer. 
um, you know, it's 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 a medium body, uh, maybe a little bit lighter than medium, somewhere right in there, right? Um, so it's not going to be as heavy body as the Bach that we just had, um, but it's definitely not a light beer either. Um, I think it's a little too carbonated for my taste, and I think that may be some of it a little as well. So it's got it's got a good good uh, carbonation to it that I think. Um, Maybe tone it down may help it. I'm not sure. It's it's one of those things I'm still kind of trying to figure it out. Um, but overall, I mean, it's a solid beer. It's okay. Uh, I just don't think this uh, breaks into the what what I think people will like about this. I'm giving it a seven out of ten. I'm holding to that. But what I think people really like about it is it's because it's nothing crazy or weird or exceptional or anything like this. I think anybody could drink this and wouldn't mind it. So, you know, it's a lot like, you know, uh, who makes that Irish red? Does something, something Irish red. Anyway, you know, a lot like that. I've slipped in my mind. Um, uh, so anyway, you know, it's, it's a beer that a lot of people can enjoy. A lot of different people can pick this up, drink it, and think it tastes just fine. Period. Are you talking about Killian's, Mike? Yeah. Killian's, yes, thank you. I could not think of Killian's for anything. A lot of like <laughs> Killian's you, Irish Red, right? Like, you, sure. there's a lot of people that could pick it up. That are whether you're an IPA or a stout or whatever. A lot of people could pick that up, drink it, don't mind it, and would move on with their life. And I think this is in the same ballpark. I think a lot of people could say, you know, this is pretty good. Um, if you're an IPA person, you could drink this. If you're a stout, you know, all those. It's it's a middle ground beer, right? But right. again, it's it's not anything exceptional. Um, so I'll give it a seven out of 10. Uh, I think the, the highlights are the bready notes, uh, from the aroma to the taste, uh, to the, to the aftertaste and all that. I think the ways, one of the things that could be improved is probably toning down the, the carbonation a little bit and maybe balancing it a little with a little less, uh, malted maltiness to it. That's my opinion only. Um, I think you could pair this with a lot of different foods and be just, fine kind of like a light lager um you know this this medium dark lager it could be paired with a lot of different foods and be be pretty good um i think this is probably better you know served colder like you know we talked about the the mybach earlier we could drink at room temperature i'm not sure this would be that great at room temperature it is a little colder um but the thing is is it could pair pretty good with a lot of different foods you know if you're going to go some of the traditional route whether you know with you know the time of year and all that you probably go with some um, some typical pub fare, you know, whether it's fish and chips or uh, something like a burger or, or a hot dog bratwurst type thing. So right that's it. You know, I think it's good. Uh, uh, I'm glad I got to try it. Uh, it's trying. I think it's worth picking up if you're looking for a sixer to go to a party with or a sixer to go to a picnic with. I think it's it'll be a worthwhile beer to pick up. Right on. So there you go. That's the, There you have it. Seven out of ten. Outstanding. And I like the fact, you know, sometimes I like the variety in sizes of the cans. You know, the first two that we had, the standard, you know, what are these, 12 ounces? The 12 ounce cans, we yeah. all know and love these. Uh, but I love it when uh, a craft brewery gives us the option to get a, a pint or 16 ounces. And uh, I like the fact that the red tape, and, and mind you, I've enjoyed a couple of these myself. Um, and, and I'm on board with you. I agree with that assessment, Mike. Uh, but I like the fact that I could get a bigger can. I don't always want one, but on occasion, I just want a bigger can, and I like having options. No, absolutely. 
So to kind of give us a recap real quick, because uh, I know it's about time to wrap this up. Yes. Um, so we shared the Blue Stallion Box Sabbath beer, which we both gave an 8.5. It's a really good Mybach. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Hold it up. Yep. Um, yeah. Then you had the IPA by Tups, which you uh, you know had some uh, some good hop varieties, and you gave that an eight point five, when you said it was really good. And then I had the Jack's Abbey Red Tape, which is a uh, amber lager, which I gave seven. Um, all good enough scores to be put on the bucket list. All good enough uh, to be put on the beers to try before you die. So that's it, man. I'll let you take it out. Yeah. So, Mike, before I do that, do you, do you do you remember what all of that means, Mike? That mean that means we had a solid lineup. All that. Always a solid solid lineup. lineup. Yes. yes. So yes. much. Yes, we did have a solid lineup. Thank you, Ray. So, but without further ado, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We have so much fun doing this, and thank you, Long, for uh, joining the ride and hanging out with us. Certainly appreciate each and every one of you listeners. If you haven't already followed us or liked us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, let me invite you to do so now. We absolutely love the community engagement, and we love to share pictures. You know, of course, what we drink, and we love to see what y'all are drinking as well. Be sure to tag us in your photos. We want to see what y'all are having. We want to try new stuff as well. As many hundreds and hundreds of beers as Mike and I have tried, there's thousands more out there that we haven't. And you guys, the listeners, help suggest stuff for us to try as well. So thank you so much for that. So, and also thank you to our, our the listeners. If you find us on Anchor, Stitcher, Apple, Google, just wherever you listen to those podcasts, thank you so much. Be sure to give us those five stars and share with your friends and families. And as always, please remember not to drink and drive. And when you do drink, drink local. And we will see you guys next week for another episode. Have a good night, y'all. Thank you so much. Adios.